Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here, the Fightful SmackDown podcast for May 16th. If you all didn't check out our, our new MMA podcast, uh, we, we presented it with the new format this afternoon, 90 minutes of myself and Showdown Joe talking all kinds of things. We had some clips added in. We're going to take that approach with that show and the Wednesday, the list and your boy with myself and Jimmy Van. If you all haven't checked out that show, And if you're watching this one, you probably have because that one has exploded. Check that out. We're also here Saturday after NXT TakeOver Chicago and Sunday after WWE Backlash. As always, uh, leave us a thumbs up if you're watching on YouTube. Leave us a nice review if you're listening on iTunes. Also, subscribe, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube. Turn those notifications on. It helps us. Also, visit Fightful.com. Register. You'll get access to the members-only podcast I did last week. With Rob McCarron of Shake Them Ropes, we talked about why he didn't take the Flow Slam job, and we talked about some other naughty things that Jimmy doesn't allow us to talk about on non-members or on uh, yeah on non-member shows. But uh, we got the other half of Shake Them Ropes here now. The other half, the one that wins awards. Well, I think I think Rob won some awards too, didn't he? Yeah, you won uh, last year. You're Jeff Hawkins, by the way. I am. Hi, how's it going? I, not nearly enough Jeff talk on that Rob McGarren podcast, by the way. Uh, that that was my note for both of you. We'll do that sometime. All podcast, yeah, you know, occasionally, you know, say something about me. That'd be nice. Make me feel pretty. Hey, I've been snatched ball. You are pretty. You're, uh, uh, we also have Anna Bauer, fresh off of a set. Movie set? Show set? What is it? Movie set. Cool. Still got the nails. What can you tell us about it? It's called Reaching Distance and Set on a Bus. (laughs) Um, It's really cool. It's a very cool script. It's very, it's original. And I wear a lot of glitter. And my lips are about twice the size. And it's very real housewives, but in a good way. Is it better than speed? (laughs) It's very different to speed. Um, the bus is probably the only comparison. Damn it. I thought I, I, thought I was on to something here. Also, guys, <laughs> Fightful.com. Go there, register. Absolutely free. No credit card uh, required or anything like that to, to register there. Forums are up and running. Wrestling, MMA, boxing, entertainment. I want you all to go over there and start threads. If you don't, then I won't let you see Anna anymore. I'll kick her off the shows. Unless every single one of you start to thread. If, if you all, all don't start a thread, I'm not letting her do the backlash show. Then you're stuck with me. <laughs> you all wait and see. You think I'm playing around. Then Anna won't be here Sunday. I hate to be the heel. Anna, this was the, the go-home show for backlash. Mm-hmm. What'd you think of it? Uh, it was better than last week. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed a lot of the segments. I think, I think she froze up a little bit. 
Jeff, mm-hmm. what did you think of WWE SmackDown Live on this evening? I thought it was a decent show for a SmackDown, but for a go-home show in terms of a, I mean, look, it is a B pay-per-view. We're not going to get around the fact that it's not a high-priority pay-per-view for WWE. I just think they've lost the ability to do a big fight build for the most part. They know how to build characters. They know how to tell you about characters, but they don't know how to how to build anticipation for that big match, I think. I think it's a lost art for the company right now. Well, I mean, it doesn't help when they're trying to build up the big fight as a guy who was losing every yeah. week before a month and a half ago. And then another guy who not a lot of people seem to just care about one way or another. Maybe I'm wrong. No, you're you're not. There was a way to there was a way to tell this story. And and it would have required I think Jinder also improving in terms of matches and in terms of his and gaining a little bit of self confidence there and, and being able to buy that he might be able to win even without the uh Singh brothers help. I, I think there was a story there. I just don't think they wanted to tell it. Jeff, we had a special request. Mm-hmm. And you're not a you're not a raw guy okay. for us, but they wanted you to break down Alexa Bliss's acting on a week to week basis, and I'm down for it. Okay, I can do that. Sure. And I mean, I think it would make sense to have Anna the, throw in her two cents too. The rubber face report. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll start that next week. As I didn't really give you time to prepare for this week. Actually, I saw the tweet and I'm prepared if you want oh, me did to you? stall while we're waiting for Anna. Yeah, I did. Cool. Don't, um, don't, don't break kayfabe. Anna's still here. Oh, is she? Okay. I said don't break <laughs> kayfabe, you piece of shit. God. <laughs> Anna's oh, having okay. technical difficulties, guys, and I was trying to make it a smooth transition so you all wouldn't notice she was gone until Jeff You mentioned that she froze up there a bit. I, okay. I didn't you, say you, that she was gone, though. But hi, Anna, okay. you're back. Hi, I'm glad you missed me, Jeff. Jeez. I, you know what? I'm just going to get buried all night here. I, just, I haven't buried you in weeks. You just did. What was that? <laughs> because you, I said don't break kayfabe, then you broke kayfabe, and you told everybody that Anna was gone. Well, look, there's a pattern. Are are you going to go ahead and tell the people that Anna already had to take Sunday off to film this movie, and that's why she really won't be on the Backlash show? So when I come on the Backlash show Sunday and say, all of you didn't start threads, they'll know that it wasn't because... Okay, Sean, you just did that to yourself. Let's be fair. That was the... God, you all are the worst. That was the point. It was a... Jeff, what did you think of Alexa Bliss's segment this week and the acting that was uh, that went down in it? I think Alexa Bliss has very good control of her character. I think she has control of the lines she wants to say. the The problem is she needs to be a little bit more controlling of the audience because the audience is kind of guiding her through it. She she does a very good job of. I mean, she has lines built into her promos to shut down the audience when they do the what chance which is nice. She just doesn't seem like she seems like she's out this week. She seemed like she was out there reciting lines to me, even though she said them quite well. I like that. Uh, the other thing I notice is she, she has a tendency um, <laughs> for, for her off looks for her sneers and stuff to, to, to do it right to the left. Like when she's coming in on her entrance, it's always that second person at the rail she'll look at. And when she came in and was doing the uh, doing the thing, she was looking like almost at uh, where Michael Cole used to be when he when they were doing play by play by by the ring. She'll always look there when she's kind of giving an aside, which is interesting. But overall, I mean, it, there wasn't a. I liked. I was surprised at how well she handled a kendo stick. To be honest with you, <laughs> given that I don't think she's handled one quite often, but. Um, Overall, I liked her performance this week. I, I just, I just wish it seemed more naturally her mm. guiding the audience on the ride, as opposed to just kind of saying the lines and kind of having the audience's attention. I think we're going to do more of that, having you and Anna break down the acting that goes into some of these. I know one thing. I'll go ahead and jump to it. We mm-hmm. were robbed, robbed. Of an Alexa Bliss, James Ellsworth interaction, (laughs) feud, everything. Because he was the greatest thing. Not only that, he he legitimately cut the best promo 
in that contract signing segment. He delivered his lines the best, and he has a great catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> he's a flake, and he's a great flake. I, I love yeah. him. He's great. Yeah. Shane McMahon being associated with this contract signing segment made it seem bigger to me. I thought that was cool. Naomi called their team Royal Glowfire, but then again, when Team Bad had their name, uh, they were going trying to figure out their name. She also called them Team Best at Dominating, so I'm not going to think that that <laughs> is going to stick. I thought it was really great that Carmella was like protective of James Ellsworth. As soon as Naomi grabbed Ellsworth, Carmella was like, no, that's my bitch. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> all i could think of was was back to the usos promo about prison it's like no that's my prag right there you can't have it yeah. right there i need to protect my guy yeah no i i really uh <laughs> my, my favorite part of that was the uh the imagined camaraderie that james ellsworth had with shane mcmahon no i got this <laughs> shane you know kind of like they had discussed this earlier in a deal that only went down in James Ellsworth's head, and now he's going to tell everybody about it. I thought that part was spectacular. Anna, what'd you think of of this uh, women's segment before? We, well, we're we're going to cover the women's match too, and then we'll get into the rest of SmackDown. But what did you think about this women's segment? I loved it so much. James really? Ellsworth is just a gem. <laughs> he is. He, he said to Becky Lynch, "I'm going to throw some water on your straight fire." And then I really, I'm curious to see how Vince reacted to him using his theme song as part of his gimmick and adding the duh. Um, it was just beautiful. And even Carmella at the end, when it was announced that she was going to have a match with Naomi, she had this look in her face. Like she was just chewing gum like, yeah, what? Oh, yeah, I'll cut a bit, sure. It was just I enjoy Carmella's the one I always watch during these segments because she she has the most centeredness of of who she is in terms of what this is just another day for her a six person argument like where it's about to go down that's just another day for her I feel like she's the kind of person that gets bored if there isn't some kind of drama around yeah although now now that James Ellsworth has quoted the Vince McMahon theme song I want the walk I want Ellsworth yeah. to do the walk. That would be so much. He is he's a bargain. <laughs> Whatever they're paying him, he's a bargain. Yeah. And and talk about outkicking your coverage. That's James Ellsworth. <laughs> and he he made the most of it too. Like he I'm sure he could have just like not strived to improve whatever it is they were going to have him do and he's he's embraced it and he's made it good and good for him. We that led to Carmella with the welcoming committee defeating Naomi with the team Super Royal Glowfire or something. Earth Wind Fire. Hmm. Yeah, Tom Phillips is literally interrupting people now to call moves as oh. He was like, no, 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 wait, oh, shut the fuck up, Byron. Oh, that's what was happening. I bet those Naomi speedball kicks look like ass in person. Have either of you seen them? Mm-mm. Mm. Yeah, well, I did. I saw him at WrestleMania. <laughs> well, a person sent me a tweet from the venue, and uh, I'll have to see what they said. Damn. Ah, I'm here at the show. I love Naomi and pretty much anything in boots and tights, but I can't help it. Those kicks look like shit. There you go. Carmella wins. This wasn't very good. No, Anna, but, but Carmella, Carmella as a flaky, cowardly heel is the and oh, stalling yeah. heel is the Larry Zabisco we all need in this. I saw I saw you you mentioned that. Yeah, that, that fits for her too because she's not going to be the best in the ring, but yeah. she can she could hey maybe she could be the best at this. And, and here's the thing, she never lets go of that. Every every move, every time she's in the ropes, she's screaming in that high pitched squeal. Are you kidding me? You know that oh, kind gosh. of thing. Verbally, verbally, she has always been hilarious in the ring. Yeah, like she would work those weekends in Columbus and they would have them work like four or five matches and you'd see them work as baby face and heel. And she was hilarious dependent on whatever like affiliation she had. She was, she was really good there. The spot Anna, that they do. In, oh, the spot, I mean, let, me, saying, let me throw it to Anna a little bit. Jeff. Okay. I was going to Anna. Does this have you adequately pumped for this Sunday? Yeah. I'm really looking forward to this. I absolutely love Carmela in the spot. I do wonder where they're going to go with her after this. And I 
kind of hope that she is still training up on the side and working on what's next for her um, so she doesn't get trapped in the Ellsworth spot, I guess. Um, you know, not saying that I, I, I want them together forever. I, I do. But she needs to then get past the squealing in the ring and the running away. And it was just all often, um, all defense. Yes, all defense, except for a few high kicks. By the way, her and Naomi's high kicks are so damn impressive. That's like at least three of me that they can reach. And that's, I mean, it's not hard, but it's something. Who do you think's winning Sunday? It's got to be Earth, Wind, and Fire, right? Jeff? I still hold out possibility of either Becky or, or Charlotte turning, but uh, I think they, they won't go that far. I think it'll probably be, uh, it'll be the faces. They need to stop. Do- you know what they need to stop doing? They need to stop doing that spot where Naomi does like the, the hard kicks to the side because number one, their timing is off on that. And number two, it just makes Carmel look bad. I mean, that's just such a sloppy spot. And they've now done it in like three matches in a row. It's terrible. I think if I were to do it, I would have not even necessarily them turn on each other, but Becky and Charlotte, cause a little something where they go at it. Naomi ends up getting pinned as a result, made probably by Carmella by the looks of it. Have Carmella be able to say, I've beaten her twice. Then you've got the threat of James Ellsworth and Carmella. We've already had that interaction there. And uh, you see what Naomi can maybe get out of Carmella. And you run with Becky Lynch and Charlotte maybe as a below the women's title match. That's possible. I just don't know if they're going to – see, it's weird because I don't know if they're going to turn Charlotte full heel. Yeah. They, just may, just may, they may just make her this bad, cocky baby face, which I don't, I don't know. I, I had a I, thought that, you know, all three of the welcoming committee are second-generation wrestlers. That's the through line you could make to make Charlotte the head of the welcoming committee. But, mm-hmm. I mean, well, I mean, I mean there's I'd also cool rumors with- that Becky wants to turn. I'd be cool with Becky being like overly paranoid that Charlotte is trying to screw her over. That'd be and, a story. And then she kind of goes with that and maybe she, you know, she's the asshole. So mm-hmm. they'd, be, they'd be moving too fast though. I think because there's still like, I really hope yeah, that Becky and Ellsworth. Juice. Gets... There's plenty of juice there. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. There's, there's Becky plenty. and Ellsworth need their spot. <laughs> I mean, there's always there, like, you don't need an excuse to beat up James Ellsworth. He's always there. He's one duh away from being in a program. <laughs> He's so going kick- at a body cast eventually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he has to. We kick off Monday Night Raw. Kevin Owens with the highlight reel. Him stealing Jericho's uh, – or what did I say? Jeff, you're mouthing something. You said Monday Night Raw. Who gives a shit? Smackdown. <laughs> it's the end of the world. It's the end of the world. I True. We kick off SmackDown with Owens uh, stealing Jericho's show, which I think is fantastic. It kind of keeps Jericho in your head a little bit. Styles comes out, and uh, he and Owens have one of those overdone, we don't have to wait until Sunday type of deals. But I care about both of these guys, so I kind of give it a little more – I'm a little more lenient there. And I, am I wrong? Am I a, am I a hypocrite? Mm. Because it's, I'm about to tear Jinder Mahal to shreds on the mic. Well, yes, but that's understandable. Uh, no, because it's AJ Styles and Kevin Owens, and they can get away with it because they are that good. Um, as much as it did rip my heart out a little bit, that KO once again is rubbing the memory of Jericho into the dirt. However, I do. there's a special thing that KO does when he looks at footage of him beating up Jericho or something and it's like he's drinking in the memory of pain when he's watching in the footage. He's like inhaling it in the ether. It's this cathartic, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just a beautiful moment. Um, but AJ Styles, I think, was just awarded biggest face of the company by keeping us from having a Mahal interview. So, But... We did get the Mahal interview, and he did the most heelish mm. thing I've ever seen, Jeff. He quoted Gandhi. <laughs> In Punjabi, no less. 
Yes. Because <laughs> Condi is the world's biggest heel. Yeah. All that, pe- all that peace stuff. Yeah. Heel recognized heel. <laughs> Am I right? Jinder is not good on the mic. He is not good on the mic, guys. Oh, like, well, every, remember, do you remember one month ago and everybody's like, great idea, man. Awesome idea. No, he's shit that. on the mic, you guys. He's shit. Well, and just the just the character they're having him do it is absolute. That doesn't help. Terrible. I, I mean, this is this dialogue is is straight akin to uh, when Vince fell in love with the word decimate for three weeks, <laughs> and he'd always put that in a in a in a in a promo. Yeah, this this. Uh, <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know if nineteen eighties evil foreigner promos work anymore in in two thousand seventeen. Yeah, I agree. Jinder Mahal with the Singh brothers would defeat AJ Styles. I'm still learning Jinder Mahal's offense because we still haven't seen it all. It's pretty basic, but he doesn't really, I mean, he doesn't need to be flashy. He had one move that I liked, well, set of moves that I liked in particular. He did like the stun gun, but he did it like most people do the snake eyes. Then he ran off the ropes, hit a knee. Kevin Owens is so good on commentary, especially at putting over other heels. Like he puts, he put over Jinder Mahal very, very well. I would like to uh, credit Tom Phillips, who called an honest to God Ushiguroshi in this match. He did it. He said it. Good for him. AJ Styles is the type of guy you want in there if you want a guy to be made to look really, really good five days before he is in a world championship match, and you want him to look really convincing because AJ is particularly good at taking guys who aren't as agile as most of the guys he works with and making them look really agile and making them look really good. Owens would drill AJ Styles in the knee with the title. Jinder Mahal gets the win. On paper, I would be furious at this, but this is absolutely in line with everything that Jinder Mahal has accomplished so far. He has still not, not only not won a match by himself, he has not won a physical altercation by himself since this whole thing started. Anna, does that ease your mind a little bit about this situation? Uh, And what did you think of the match? Nope. (laughs) Nope. Okay, there I will give him props for the fact that I'm having such a visceral response to this guy. This week I said, okay, I'm sick of harping on the same points with Mahal. I'm going to watch this with fresh eyes, and that's going to be it. I can't. I, I actually can't. They literally had him beat up my happy place. Um, that's just, I, I can't with this guy. And it actually is at PG the point where I look at, what? Don't, don't do that. Don't mar this. Don't mar this moment. It actually looks like Mahal is just some X-Men character and the Bollywood boys are just, it's like in Legion where there's the same person, and but it's, uh, it's, it's his deltoids come to life through the Bollywood boys oh. and come out and beat people up, and then they go back in. Oh, I hope the Singh brothers both hit dives on Orton this weekend. That's got to happen. <laughs> or I hope they go for it and he catches one mid-dive in a headlock. That would be their one saving grace to me. Yeah. So I will give him props in that I dislike him that intensely. However, I feel that points have to be taken away because I still feel like I do not trust this guy in the ring with the other guys. I feel like he is so freaking stiff that it's, there's just going to be another accident waiting to happen. And this is just, you know, just my opinion. I don't know shit when it comes to this stuff, but that's what it looks like. And I'm uncomfortable watching him and I don't like it. Who you got Sunday styles versus Owens. I don't know. I I kind of want Owens to retain just because I think he's doing such an awesome job at this. He did get, as Alex pointed out, he does have a lot of merch out now yeah. too that they just yeah. made. Jeff, thoughts on the Mahal situation, the match, your pick for Sunday. It's interesting you, you talked about his offense because I think that right there is my issue right now is I don't think they ever decided whether or not he was supposed to have a big guy offense or if he was supposed to have a normal quote-unquote superstar offense. So it looks like he's trying to do both. 
He is kind of stuck <laughs> in between physically. Like he's not yeah. as big as the big, big guys, but he's not like small either. And it, that is a weird area to be in. Yeah. That kind of that, what that was he six, four type so he's of, probably, uh, he's probably like six, three without the lifts and without right. the extra WWE inch, but he's, he's a big <laughs> dude. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like not quite big enough to be a big man, but still towers over quite a bit of the roster at this yeah. point. Um, I, my the, my note on Kevin Owens' uh, commentary, by the way, I love that he kind of mumbles to himself yeah. in character <laughs> while still doing. He'll, he'll he'll make a point, uh, and he'll just kind of say under his breath, "Come on, gender, just yeah." yeah. yeah that kind I, of thing. I, I liked that's when. Very, when he criticized the crowd for chanting USA and JBL was like, well, they're chanting for you. You're the champion. He's like, yeah, good point. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think this feud must continue. And I think Kevin Owens ends up winning probably through nefarious means. I I got, I'm going to agree with you there. I think they need to ride this one for a while. If they're going to roll with, with Jinder Mahal at the top of the card, you want a very, very, very strong United States championship program. And it's weird because last year the Miz brought all that prestige back to the Intercontinental Championship, but the United States Championship has been held by like pretty like guys way up on the card, like Roman Reigns and uh, Kevin Owens, and now AJ Styles is going for it. So I mean, they it's something that that they have protected to a degree. Now you had a like a while back, you had a Callisto rain in there that didn't quite fit, but eh, it could be worse. We got more good stuff from the fashion files. <laughs> this was neat. Well, we'll talk about them more when we get to the match. Randy Orton backstage describing why people <laughs> don't like gender, considering some of his political views, <laughs> is kind of funny. <laughs> And then we have this Ziggler promo. I don't know about this. Now, Nakamura is going to win this match Sunday. I don't think we need a prediction from anybody else. Uh, all agreed, Nakamura is mm-hmm. winning Sunday. Okay. Yeah. But uh, Alex, put your – or Alex, shit. Uh, Jeff, put your acting critic hat on. Racist. Any, any hat. Racist. Yes, bald white guys all look alike to him. Are you Polish? Mm, not last time I checked. Oh, well. What did you think about the Ziggler promo from an acting standpoint? Because I thought it was duty. I thought it was stiff, but I also thought it was within character. That That's the one positive I'll take out of it. it, it it's the... You know, it, it's the tried and true. Look how long I've been here. You just got here. You haven't done anything on the main roster, and only geeks watch NXT. Which I don't care for that part of it either, because you're always plugging the network on this show. <laughs> so you kind of want to put all that stuff in a good light. You're also um, attaching a stigma. You're attaching a stigma to that. Yeah, but it's. I mean, it's also a little bit too close to the Charlotte story too, in that you were on Raw, now you're here, and you haven't done anything here, and then also, you know, the AJ Styles saying, "I've been here, I built this place." It's 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 all kind of branches of the same tree, uh, but for what Dolph does, this is the most Dolph promo that you can get. So, I I didn't have as much of a problem with it as, as you did. Hated it, Anna. I mean, that's kind of Dolph's thing, though, not to be uh, offensive to the guy, but he's started as a Shawn Michaels rip, and then he doesn't have – I can't look at him and go, oh, that is uniquely Dolph Ziggler. It's always borrowing from something. And I don't know, as for this promo, I mean, the package did most of the talking. The 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 most Dolph Ziggler thing to me was the hair, and he took that from, like – Three or four different other guys. Yeah. The only notes I had for this were where his friends from last week did he forget to pay them? And then he said something about beating Nakamura even before he wins. And then I started typing, you need, and then Sami Zayn came up on screen and I got distracted and cared more about that. So, What do you think about the yeah. Sami Zayn as annoying character? He's not annoying to me at all. I find him really endearing. <laughs> it actually angers me. Does um, it? Yeah, it does because they 
they have a problem with likable baby faces because because on Raw, you know, Bailey's out there starting fights <laughs> and, nice. like that. and then Sami Zayn is just this annoying guy. It's like almost like doing the right thing makes you a, a geek and a loser. And then what you really should be is this strong, take charge, alpha kind of. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> I'm going into my Vince type of impression. But no, I, I can't. It's, the only the only way to redeem this Sami Zayn build is if a, he eventually puts on a mask and becomes El Generico. That would be neat. That would be neat. That'd be money. That would be so much money for them. <laughs> Because they sell the hell out of dumb Kalisto masks and nobody likes him. Yeah, it's true. He would get attacked by Baron Corbin backstage. I got to believe that Baron Corbin's going to win that match on Sunday. What says you, Jeff? Oh, after losing the main event? Yes, no doubt. Anna? No, of course. I mean, when has Sammy won one of these recently? I'm still hoping it's building to something. Also, I think we can all be in agreement. Ty Dillinger over Aiden English, hyphen, yeah. hopefully, eventually Guerrero. <laughs> Will there be a temper tantrum after the match? So there was a rumor that this was like taking a shot at Mara Ronaldo. If so, grow up. Grow up. SmackDown rolled on. Fashion Police defeated the Colognes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Byron Saxton with the great commentary line of the year. They're kind of like a new age APA. And uh, JBL's legitimate reaction to that. I loved it. I was like, ah, good job, Byron. Uh, this also very much in line with the current Brizongo push. They struggled against a really bad team but eventually won with a Falcon arrow, a fantastic move. Then the Usos came out and cut another promo that is definitely not being written for them. (laughs) Uh, Jeff, what'd you think about all this that went down the match, the new APA, the Falcon arrow and the Usos. Are we including the skit in this as well? Yeah. Yeah. Because I absolutely adored <laughs> just just from a I get bored doing sketch comedy because you always have to do the same lines over and over and over again. But it, you could tell both were kind of playing with the script a bit. And and there's from a from a comedic acting thing. If I had to do a scene with Fandango, it would drive me nuts because, you know, he's the type of guy who's trying to break you in every <laughs> single scene when he does a little touch of the lips. On, on Tyler Breeze, where I'm just like, I don't think he was expecting that, but he held on to his character, which was great. I absolutely loved the sketch, the match. Yeah, I don't like, I don't like when you're building up contenders and you're giving them trouble with the lowest team on your ladder. That that to me is an issue because I want to believe that this team can win the tag team titles, and that automatically takes me out of any hope for doing that when they have a competitive 50 50 type match. Uh, the Usos promo in, in the WWE canon in terms of tough guy stuff, which they don't let many guys do. This is as close to we're going to break your arms and you're going to like it uh, yeah. that I'm going to get, I think. Uh, so I'll take what I can get as opposed to criticizing what it could be. Uh, but I think the Usos, 
The Usos just sneer malice, which I like. I like it a and lot. That's the thing. A lot of people like it. Anna, do you think this leads to them getting over as baby faces once they turn <laughs> heel? Because they're saying, hey, we're going to break said arms, then we're going to shove them up your ass. It seems to be working. Like they're getting, like, I see people like reacting to them. I'd like to think people are reacting to them like this just because it is something that seems a lot more organic coming from these guys than something pre written and G Willikers makes you want to punch someone in the face. Um, you know, as opposed to it just being a sign of the times, and that's the way humanity is right now. Um, I think they're doing a fantastic job, though, and I think that's also why people like them so much. In terms of the Collins, you know, Brizango struggling against them, weren't they up against American Alpha for um, the Beat the Clock? Yeah. The yeah. Colognes were, so, yes. Yeah, the Collins. So I don't think <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that Brizango struggling against them in this necessarily meant anything too bad considering how long American alpha went against them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there was any problem with it. I mean, it's very indicative of how they've gotten to this position anyway. And that fashion file segment, I'm a few f- stories up in my building and people on the street below could hear me laughing. I think going to Anna's point real quick, let me, let me comment on Anna's point real quick. I think it's not only just the organicness, and I think that's a huge part of it. It doesn't sound like it's a scripted by a writer type promo. I think it also gets to, there is still a certain facet of this audience that views professional wrestling as, or sports entertainment as a fake fight that you're supposed to have. And it brings kind of that roughness that you're supposed to have in these types of things, as opposed to the colorful characters and the, and the, whitewashed corporate aspects of WWE, there's still, when you come to the arena, you want to see people fight and you want to see them talk smack. And I think that gets to the, just the core core base of what people think professional wrestling should be. Somebody asks, uh, how do the Usos have enough stroke to have unscripted promos? Come on. Well, wait until they get into a program with the New Day and then it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm actually excited for that. I, I have the Usos winning this match Sunday. Yeah. But uh, what we haven't had to see is Tyler Breeze versus Jimmy Uso, Fandango versus Jey Uso, and all the little mixtures in between. And I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with the Usos coming out and saying, we're kicking your ass in 12 days, so be ready. Both of you all have the Usos as well? Yes. Unfortunately, yes. Disappointed in you all not putting over the Falcon Arrow. So we're going to move on. <clears throat> wow, we're already at Randy Orton defeating Baron Corbin. Orton starts off with a headlock. Uh, <laughs> headlock, leg scissors, headlock, leg scissors, headlock, leg scissors. Intentional, Dive. Jeff. Yo, yeah. Thoughts oh, yeah. This was exactly the match I thought these two would have. Maybe a little bit faster paced than I thought it would be towards the end. I like that Orton had scouted Corbin's little run in the ring from running outside of the ring thing and hit him with the RKO. Jinder and the Singh brothers jump Orton in the show. I don't think that I can recall. I'm, I'm sure there's at least one time I'm not remembering. Has Orton got the better of Jinder Mahal at all? Mm-mm. I don't think so. that they... I think they that's went, the first time that he even got a hold of the Singh brothers. They went alls out, balls out on getting Jinder Mahal, trying to get him up there. Anna, do they pull the trigger on Sunday? <laughs> Is Jinder Mahal going to be the next WWE champion? You know, I think it's it's very fortuitous that I have to be on set and miss the um, post-show for this because um, I have a feeling of getting a lot of complaints about my swearing and all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, I think I think Hardbody is going to be the new champion. Jeff. Oh, not a chance. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think they're suicidal on on that. I, I really don't. Uh, I was actually dis- I was disappointed that uh, 
I was disappointed they made Bar- that that Baron did a clean finish there. I, I was because I thought that they they were looking to build him up for later. It doesn't necessarily it was, hurt him. It was ready made for Sami Zayn to screw him. I thought <laughs> Sami Zayn might screw him. I thought Baron may join in on the beatdown and eventually leave. I mean, there were options there. I just think they were trying to build up Randy as the strong champion going into this match against Jinder, which I don't think you really need to to reiterate how tough <laughs> Randy Orton is against Jinder Mahal. I, I that that I found I found that part lacking. No, there's no, they're not putting the title. They didn't put on Ellsworth, and that was a much more organic story to tell. <laughs> when, when he had you cannot compare Ellsworth with Mahal's push. Ellsworth would be a much more. <laughs> I would. I would prefer character. Ellsworth over Mahal. Trust me. I just, look, I, I don't put where this is heading. I don't put it past them to put the belt on Ginger by a screw job via the Singh brothers, where they all celebrate like they earned it. I have, <laughs> I have no doubt that that is on the table. I just think they're going to sit down eventually and they're going to go, we're going to get killed in every arena we go to. If we put this belt on Jinder Mahal. Uh, okay. My question, uh, what do you think the build was for then? If they're not going to do that? Just to, just to see, this is the toe in the water push kind of thing to see if, see if they can make an Indian star. <laughs> which is which is baffling given they decided to make him a heel to do it. I, I I just I they've done this before. They've they've built up guys that they have no chance of winning and then they don't pull the trigger and you wonder what it's for. I mean will, they did it with our truth against John Cena. Will the Boston Celtics draft Jinder Mahal? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Or is it gonna happen? I think yes. maybe you know what? Maybe the Kings will. <laughs> Kings might. Kings have a couple of draft picks in that top twenty. Kings, Kings probably. The Kings will probably trade up to draft him. Uh, <laughs> I think Randy Orton's going to win this. Maybe, but which I don't know. One line of thinking is Rusev. First off, where was he tonight? Yeah, that's. I mean, and they may they may bring that partnership back. And, oh God, I don't think the partnership's coming back unless genders his bitch. Because this is the – you've proven Rusev can work in this spot. He's yeah. done it before. He's been there. It, it's worked out swimmingly. But I, I don't – I almost think that gender or Rusev is maybe in line for something else. I'm not going to speculate and say who, but maybe – I think maybe he's going to have a little bit of a, a – like an interaction, a feud like with Shane McMahon for not giving him that title match, if if that's what happens. Otherwise, you know, I see Orton and Rusev going, and man, I love Rusev, but I don't think those matches are going to be too hot. <laughs> as long wrong. as Randy Orton just keeps either headlocking people or if he does a dive, I would. Hey, man, the it. guy sleepwalks through matches. Yeah. But it's, he makes a lot of money, so he's the best yeah. performer ever. There you go. <laughs> it's like, who was it? Was it Al Snow? That I think he was on an interview with Sean Oliver and. He was like, what was the best match at WrestleMania 3? Yeah. And yeah. Sean Oliver was like, well, most people would say Ricky Steamboat versus Randy Savage. And he's like, no, dumbass. It was Andre the Giant versus Hulk Hogan because that's what put people in the seats. McDonald's like, is the best McDonald's is the best restaurant because it, it serves the most hamburgers. Uh, my only I, problem I guess that means that it. Warrior versus Hogan was the best match at Halloween Havoc 98 because that's what put the asses in the seats. I, I just don't think – see, it's weird because they never – I mean, it's one of those things where they never would let Jinder have all this offense on Randy week after week after week and then pull the trigger. That, that just – that never happens really. I mean it – I just – this whole build has just left me feeling very cold. So the idea that he possibly could win the title on Sunday, that is not out of the park for me. It Kudos to them, like- I think, I mean that that would be brave as hell for them to do that. I think SmackDown could be a pretty regularly fun show if Ty Dillinger was actually on the damn show. Mm-hmm. If Rusev's back, you get the New Day there. Nakamura is seen on the program. That's four pretty nice acts that they could have to fill out this show. That wasn't a bad show. I didn't think. I thought it was just just yeah. fine. 
We do have WWE NXT TakeOver Chicago on Saturday night. Anna, will you be here for that one? Yes, I will. If everybody creates a topic on the Fightful Forums, of course. Tyler Bate, Pete Dunne, singles match for the WWE United Kingdom Championship. Anna, who do you think wins this one? I just want Pete Dunne to win everything. So, yeah, um, yeah that's, that's where my money's at. I'm going with him too, uh, Jeff. It's too early to take the belt off of Tyler Bate. I really? Think. Although, <laughs> let me tell you something. When I went to that Progress show, Bate, Seven, and Dunn as a heel stable, <laughs> doing like Triple H's moves and things like that, was fantastic. Oh, yeah. So I would love all three of them to just turn and become Triple H's boys. But I think it's... I, I, look, I, I think Pete Dunne's fantastic. I think he's the most compelling character they've built in the UK uh, scene. But I just think it's too early to take the belt off of Tyler Bate. One of the coolest moments I've seen live in wrestling was Chris Hero's last indie match at Evolve. And he hit a pedigree on Zack Sabre. And then Zack Sabre kicked out at one and got up in his face and beat the shit out of him. Yeah. It was pretty <laughs> fantastic. Authors of Pain versus DIY ladder match for the NXT Championship. WWE's got to feel really good that almost every time the Authors of Pain are in there against a really good team, they not only hold their own, they do exceptionally well. And you can say that almost anybody can be carried. No, they can't, and especially in tag team wrestling. That that gets kind of tricky. Jeff, do the Authors of Pain retain? Do DIY finally unseat these guys how does it go down i think the authors of pain retain i'm hoping for them to finally finally grasp onto their headhunters legacy give me a couple of moonsaults off the ladders onto these diy guys uh i yeah i no, i i think they've over delivered in terms of uh i mean that that three-way at mania weekend they were fantastic in it uh i i just hope that they are not that corporate wise that they're not shading what DIY is doing to help these guys improve. Anna. Yeah, I think it's AOP. I, I also feel like I've, you know, two months later, I can finally admit I was probably a little harsh on them um, in the three-way match. Given now that the revival cloth has been taken away from this situation. So, yeah, I'm a fan of Authors of Pain. Two legit badasses. One was a prospect for the 2016 Olympics. The other one competed at Bellator MMA. He he had a fight in Bellator just a, a couple of years ago. So I'm behind that as long as they don't. And they're both like once 22, once 23. So they got a, a good long future ahead of them as long as they don't pull stuff like that that oh. power bomb that we saw. That was that was ignorant. And I'm sure that they they learned. They learned uh, not to do that. We get Asuka, Ruby Riot, Nikki Cross, triple threat match for the Women's Championship. WWE does multiple person matches very, very well. And I got to see the, the match at San Antonio that had Peyton Royce and Billy Kay in it that people thought maybe wasn't going to be so hot. And they delivered. So I don't have any doubt these three are going to deliver. But it looks like I think Asuka's going to win and it's going to lead to that eventual Ember Moon super fight, so to speak. Jeff, your thoughts? Well, I, I think the four-way at Mania, they kind of made a <laughs> they made an odd mistake in taking out Nikki Cross that early. Um, I am of the opinion that they put the belt on Nikki Cross here when she steals the pin on Ruby Riot. Just to get away until Ember Moon can come back. And then the, the story is, which one of those two between Asuka and Ember Moon can get the belt first and who defends it against who? I think there's a story to be told there. Oh, there's a great story in Ember Moon taking Asuka's championship that she never really got pinned for. Right. That's a good story too. And I thought they might do that this time if Ember Moon were still in this match, but I think, I think they're going to transition the belt off of Asuka at least temporarily onto Nikki Moon so that they can tell the story of the rivalry between Ember and Asuka. Anna. How long, how much longer is Ember Moon out for? I mean, she's not out as long as they say. She's not as hurt as they say. So. Given that being the case, I don't think they take the title of Oscar. Um, 
I think she's going to retain and then it's going to be because of some scuffle between Nikki Cross and Ruby Riot. Um, I'm actually looking forward to this match the most. I think these women are freaking insane. Oh, yeah. I'm hyped. <laughs> Itami versus Rude, in my opinion, this is going to be – I'm not saying it's going to be bad, but I think it'll probably end up being the least exciting match of the night, maybe the worst match of the night, and I'm not saying it'll be bad or anything. Wasn't a big fan of Nakamura versus Rude either time. Call me crazy, whatever. I know a lot of people loved it. it just wasn't my thing. But uh, I think Rude probably retains here. I don't know if Atami is the guy. I don't know if he's clicked yet. Anna, what do you think? I'd be really interested to see what an Atami run would look like, but I don't know if they're going to go with that yet. Jeff. They're saving it for Drew Galloway. He's not winning. Um, I kind of agree with you. I'm, I'm a little bit hesitant about about the match, but not necessarily from a Tommy's point of view. I, I just there's, there's something. Look, Rick uh, Rick Rude, Bobby Rude has a hell of an entrance, and then once you get in the match, it there, there's nothing. It doesn't have that main event heft to it. When I watch when I watch him do do a match, and I like Bobby Roode, I think he's very very talented. There's just something missing in the entire package where he doesn't feel like the champ to me, and I don't know what it is. I think he's he's one of the people that you need to match him up really carefully with his opponent. The Nakamura one, they just their styles didn't gel together for some reason. Yeah, for me, I mean, I know a lot of people love that match. I didn't. I. I thought it was a little too slow. It was way too slow paced for me after the show that had preceded it. Like I thought that was that was that was rough, pretty rough. Jeff, what do you think gets added to this show? There are only four matches and a lot of people off. Do we get the typical Sanity versus three guys? Strong uh, Ono isn't on the show. Alistair Black isn't on the show. Yeah, I think we're we're de- we're definitely getting an Alistair Black match and a Roddy Strong match in there. Uh, I could see them also putting Galloway and maybe Ono together in a match, which would be quite sweet, <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, and I think Andrade C and almost may make an appearance as well somewhere in here. Yeah, he's so good. He's so good. They have restocked pretty damn well. Now, it's not as high profile of names as they formerly had, but NXT has restocked themselves very well. I had the privilege of going to an NXT event right before the draft last year, so I got to see like the last week of so many of those guys. That was really cool. And I'm going Thursday, and I get to see a lot of these people again after it's just been like reloaded. I think that Alistair Black can be something very, very special. I think Chris Hero, I think Chris Hero might be an NXT lifer if he stays there, but uh, he's more than fantastic in that type of spot. Those vignettes for Roderick Strong did wonderful things for him. Uh, Sanity has yeah. carved their little like has has exceeded what I thought that they would do upon their debut. I like the additions to the, the women's roster. I, I like the idea of. Uh, Daria emerging eventually because I've always liked her since she adopted that gimmick. Uh, there's there's a lot of promise in NXT right now, and Jeff for a little while it didn't look like that. Oh no, they they had a definite dry period uh, for a while there, especially when it seemed like all they were doing was Samoa Joe versus Nakamura ad nauseum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I you know it, it was weird because. I, I'm not the biggest Ty Dillinger fan in the world. I'm happy he's on the main roster, but I thought that was also weighing down the mid card on NXT, having to build, you know, having to build this story around him and Rude and and things he, of that nature, and was kind he of benefited from that dry period big time. Yes, yeah, he did. No, he he benefited. I, I just didn't find, I didn't find his rise terribly compelling, to be honest with yeah. you. Uh, but that's just me. Oh, I have a prop bet for you. For uh, I know what the prop bet's gonna be. Do Adam you? Cole. No, that that's ah. not. But that's a good one. That's a good one. Do they blue ball the Chicago audience, or do they let Atami hit the GTS? 
I think he hits it. I think he hits it. Okay. I think he reclaims the move. Anna, what do you think? I hope so. Especially after the tweet that he sent out. Yeah. Hey, he needs it. I don't want him to be like Finn Balor, just throwing kicks and stomps all day and drop kicks. The guy needs I don't it. think Adam, Adam Cole's not there. Now, uh, one of the stardom girls might be, but I don't think Adam Cole is. Well, one of the stardom girls sitting next to like Pat Patterson and Sergeant Slaughter or something. Yeah. <laughs> That'll do it. You'll never believe who's here. Oh, man. How does Sergeant Slaughter keep scoring these plus ones? <laughs> that son of a bitch. Uh, Anna, anything in particular you're looking forward to most this weekend from WDB programming? I'm really looking forward to TakeOver. Talking about the, the whole dry period, it, it's NXT. I've never, even when it has had the down periods, it's never been a concern to me because they just seem to somehow always get back on track. Mm-hmm. And their takeovers somehow always over deliver. And touch wood, I didn't just jump the gun there, but I think I think it's gonna be something awesome again. I'm it got, it got way too formulaic for me. Like I I because I covered NXT solid for like two years. So I like clockwork, I could tell what was gonna happen, how they were gonna book stuff, because it wasn't that different, but you add a Ruby Riot, you add a Nikki Cross, you add a Sanity, uh, Alistair Black, Cassius Ono, Roderick Strong, and then, like I said, Roderick Strong could have could have went without him, honestly. But the the vignette that took it up a notch. That's what I mean, though. They always find their way somehow. Now, I I, I got to say this: my nightmare right now, my nightmare is a Bobby Roode versus Randy Orton match. <laughs> I don't want to watch them wrestle. Jeff, are you frozen? Nope. You are a little bit. Anyway, what? guys, uh, we have a busy weekend at Fightful.com. Friday night, Bellator 179, the Bellator debut of Roy McDonald. Head over there, get in our live coverage, check that out. Of course, we have all the latest news, videos, photos, podcasts, interviews, backstage news, all that good crap. Saturday, Invicta FC and NXT TakeOver uh, Chicago. We have a post-show for NXT TakeOver. Sunday, WWE Backlash, a post-show there as well. Live coverage for both of those. Come over, hang out in our uh, discussion boards, and use our forums. Anna, you dropped most ridiculous yesterday. Mm-hmm. How was that? Was that fun? Did you like it? I had a lot of fun um, getting I- to dress up like Karambe and beat up my gym bag. Yeah, can't, so you that, sent me happened. two thumbnail possibilities, and I'm like, <laughs> no offense, Anna, but that's a stupid fucking question. Well, because one might think that dressing oh, up as Braun Strowman isn't the most attractive possibility, though I will say I, I do look quite dashing with a mustache, so I take that back. And for, it's for something person, I can't unsee, though. That's the problem. <laughs> for the person referencing this in the chat, Star Wars is much better than Finn Balor's moveset. Yeah. SRS, will you get a haircut soon? Maybe next March or April, maybe. That's what I'm targeting, a haircut. Jeff, tell the people about Shake Them Ropes. Uh, this week on Shake Them Ropes, we'll also go over all the uh, all the things for the weekend. Uh, Raw, NXT, we'll probably, we may even hold off and do the UK show for Friday. Who knows? Uh, there's a lot of shows happening this weekend. Uh, also, uh, your boy here, after this show, I'm driving down to After Buzz, talk more about SmackDown if you want to listen to that. Awesome. Definitely check yeah. that out. Good people over there. Um, I got to say, Drew Gulak wins it for the night. He's running his no-fly zone gimmick, and he got Randy Orton to pose with his poster. <laughs> so props to him for that. <laughs> that is brilliant. Striking that is while brilliant. the iron is hot is is Drew Gulak. <laughs> hey guys, if you happen actually, you don't have to be in the Northern Kentucky area, but if you are in the Northern Kentucky area, Thursday I will be at NXT Highland Heights uh, with my wife. Come say hi to me. That would be really cool. If you're in the Northern Kentucky area next weekend. I am uh, doing commentary for Premier MMA Championships 3. It will be broadcast on Flow Slam, so come say hi to me there as well. Uh, the Northern Kentucky area has been kind of like an underrated hotbed for MMA. We've produced 
Bellator, UFC, M1 fighters, all kinds of people. So check that out as well. As always, Fightful.com. Get on those forums. Now. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.